Just Being Honest, the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Buttermilk Cow. Guys, if you heard last week, we interviewed Mitra Raman about her innovative Indian cultured fast, friendly, and fresh Indian soups. Now they've adapted to rices. So guys, get 15% off your entire first purchase of $20 or more by using code JBH15 at checkout. That's JBH15 at checkout. Now until Thanksgiving. So stock up for your festive feasts. But onto the show. You know what they say, mama knows best. And in this case, I truly believe it. This episode is with a power woman that is very close to my heart. And I guess we've had on the show before, my older sister, Allison Watson. I call her the mom pro, not because she necessarily knows everything in the rule book. Wait. Are there really any rules to parenting these days or have there ever been rules? But because she has taken on a leap of faith time and time again. When I mentioned that as a mother and a strong female leader that she's taken a leap of faith, I sincerely mean that she has stepped outside, completely outside of the parenting norm and done things by following her heart and with the guidance of a higher power through many challenges and changes that have come her way. From taking on a cross-country journey in an RV packed with her little kids and with a tightly packed treadmill on board, may I add, to learning what it means to unschool her children and to figuring out how to be content with the simplest of things in life. Yeah, she's making strides and adapting along the way. This is a little bit of culture shock on her end. We also talk about uh, how to keep your cultures in your gut while traveling so much in life and going through different time zones. All right, guys, get on our magic school bus because I am about to open up your eyes to what it means to live a life by the wings of experience. We're getting deep. This is the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. Hi, guys. This is your host, KB. And this is the uh, Just Being Honest podcast. Whoa, yeah. Sun is shining per usual. Southern California. It's fall here, baby. It certainly felt like fall this morning. I woke up for my run, felt a hundred years old because it was 58 when I woke up. And that is cold here for Southern California. So I went for my run and I said, yeah, we got a podcast today. And I've got a podcast with a very special guest, our mom pro, mom pro, M-O-M spells wow. Um, Yeah, I've had a lot of caffeine today, but um, our special guest, we've had her on the show before. Her name is Allison Watson. And, um, She's my sis. She's my big sis. Um, yeah, I'm KB. She's Allie. I'm KB, and who are you? So, um, welcome to the JBH podcast once again, um, my world traveler. How's it going? Hi. Oh, good. oh, and guys, so we're like long distance chatting right now, so there might be some muffle and scruffle going on, but bear with us. That's just modern day technology at its best. Yeah, longer, further away than last time, even much further. Yeah, so kind of fill us in. Where are you? You were in Sublette, Kansas last time, and now you are? Yeah, we were in a, we, yeah, we lived in a small, you know, rural area of southwest Kansas. And we made a 
little, a lot, well, pretty long, temporary <laughs> move out to just outside of Nashville in the little community there. Um, yeah, basically a, a suburb of Nash, Nashville town right there. Uh, 20, maybe 20 or 30 minutes from the city. I don't know. I haven't gone down there yet. Or maybe I have gone near there, but I don't <laughs> figured it out yet. But yeah, basically Nashville. So how's your experience? Okay, wait. Let's backtrack. Guys. Guys. So, sis, this is what her family's all about. They're kind of like, you are the wind beneath my wings. They just kind of like flow with like the beat of the drum and they just go, you know, like opportunity like arrives and they're like, let's try it, which that's what I love about her. But um, she's got three kids under the age of seven and they just bought like a Winnebago thing and uh, we're like up and going to Nashville which I'm like, what? I'm all about stability until, and this is what we're going to talk about is kind of like making that change and just kind of going with it because, you know, I just moved. Um, but let's talk about, let's talk about, um, let's talk about the, the camper that you guys got and like that journey from Southwest Kansas to Nashville. Tell me about it. Like, just tell me about it because it's not like driving a in a minivan, like, down the road to the park, you know? Like, you can you can endure the screaming and kicking or fights if there are any for, like, 30 seconds. But this is, like, 15 hours. Yeah. Well, and actually, we, we made quite a journey just to get the camper. It was up in Minnesota. And so I think we took about a three-day drive. This was a few weeks ago now. And we did drive the minivan, we tent camped up there, and then we got it, and we brought it back to Kansas before we packed up there. So that that was an adventure in and of itself. But then, yeah, this time, um, we packed up, and it's been been raining out there, but in the rest of the country, it's been really rainy. Like, starting in Kansas, when we were packing up to go, it was rainy and when we left it was rainy and it rained all the way here um and then it (laughs) rained here in nashville for like four days but the good thing of course about having a camper is that that's uh not so much of a problem as if you know you have your tent camping or something so that's nice you know so did you guys like pretend are you guys like pretending you're like the um what is it what's that family that like they're like a family band and they're like <laughs> this is like your tour bus. I wish. This is like I your wish. tour bus. You guys like jam. Yes, it is. Yes. So, yeah. Well, and it, it. Um. So Matthew was pulling it with the truck, and I was actually driving the minivan because you know we brought the two vehicles out here so that I could have a way to get around. You know, since we're living out here for a while. And so I drove, which wasn't too bad. I don't love having long distance. I just haven't done it for a while, so I don't love it and don't love driving at night. And the first the first day we left, we just, you know, we'd had it. It was, it was getting packed up, so we're just like, okay, today's the day. We're going to leave no matter what. And so it was about probably 4 o'clock. And so by the time we got to where we wanted to go, it was dark and um, rainy and um, really not fun driving at all but I think anything after compared to that is like great because you know daytime driving was fun a little bit of rain and especially when there was no rain it was like piece of cake compared to the first night of of rain anyway um so yeah we took about four we took I think it ended up being four nights so we took it pretty slow um to get out here which was nice and broke it up and stopped different places and what else uh we traveled with our cat so oh jeez wait oh my god lost her a couple times lost her you know lost her a couple times (laughs) kind of slowed down the trip jeez oh you have no idea it's such an adventure yeah (laughs) so yeah guys i taught i I told my sister i was like you should totally name your 
your camper, the magic school bus, because it, like, transforms into whatever lifestyle you guys are taking on next. It's like your Miss Frizzle, you know, like, bam, bam, bam. I love it. Um, wait, so... I wish I could be her, yes. So, okay, so I want to share a little story. So where Al is from and where Al, where she lives, um, Sublette, Kansas, you guys have heard it before if you heard our talk with her prior um, about motherhood. She lives in a town of, like, What's the population of Sublette? Uh, I think I have to find out for sure. It's maybe around 1,500 to 2,000. It might be more than 2,000. I just saw my I nephew. I just saw my nephew. <laughs> I just saw my nephew run past my sister with a superhero cape on. Anyways. <laughs> Well, no, I think those might be like moth wings. Or moth wings. You know, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, they're, they're jumping on the trampoline back there. With there. moth wings. God, they're the best. Um, okay, so back to what we were talking about um, because we've got kids yeah. in our life. So, um, so I want to talk about what you told me. So she's from a town about 1,500. I live in L.A., all right? Imagine the difference. And then my sister says, yesterday we were talking on the phone, and she goes, the traffic here is horrible. And I'm just thinking, story of my life, sister. Preach. You know, like, do you know how long it takes me to go to the grocery store? Like, uh, traveling two miles sometimes can take 45 minutes, you know? Like, it's yeah, just how it works. Figured out, like, in my GPS, you know, to type in, because I'm still using my GPS course when I want to go anywhere, and so I'll type in my destination, and it'll be, like, four miles, 25 minutes, and I just laugh, like, what? And it, and it takes longer than that. Yesterday, I went someplace that said 20 minutes, I think, and it took 30, which I guess isn't that bad, but yeah. So now you're going to be starting to talk about mileage. Instead of minutes, because people are like, oh, how long does it take? Where? How far are you? I'm like, yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah. So you've got to get sissy. You've got to get the app Waze. W A Z E tells you the shortcuts to everywhere. It'll okay. it reroutes you. So while you're driving, it'll say turn right here, and it'll take you on like the side street, and it like cuts your time down by like seriously like. Sometimes much faster, but I want yeah I, I want to hear that. your your experience um, because I know you're like you're a trim fit mama, and you like are just like I am. You're like always you're into getting your fitness game on, your health regimen on. How do you do it on the road? How do you maintain this, especially with like hauling the kids around and keeping them in line? Like, what are you doing right now? Did you do planks when, and push ups in the camper? <laughs> when we were like on our way here, when we were yeah, like when here. you're on the road, what do you do? Like to say, okay, Ava, I'm gonna uh, swing you around my shoulders. Like yeah, well, like the first morning, it was pouring, pouring, pouring down rain. So let's see, we what? were in. We got there late. We were in the parking lot. Uh, it was pouring down rain in the morning, so we went into the store. And we like we walked around for a long time and shopped and got our breakfast and that was pretty much my exercise for the morning. Um, yeah, because it was pouring down rain. Got back in the car and you know whenever we stopped, we'd have to walk pretty decent, you know, to get our food. And we walk around, stretch our legs, and let people run around and do that sort of thing. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, that was the first morning. And then the second morning. I might be even these backwards, but the second morning, um, we stopped and we were in a parking lot and we woke up and it was a nice morning. It did rain, but not when we first woke up and we happened to park next to this like big, huge like hill and there was kind of a lot of open land right there, which was fun because Matthew went into the shop and was doing some things and the kids were, like, you know, ran up and down the hill and they were playing outside and they, there was some like little big rock, not boulders, like pretty big rocks, and so they got their toys out on that, were playing out on that, and I ran with them, I ran up the hills, and ran on the hills, and I did, there was like just a curb there, so I did some squats, 
dips on yeah. the curb and I think some push-ups and stuff like that nice. and just did like some plies, squats and lunges, nothing with weights. I didn't have anything out, you know, just whatever until Matt came back and then I think I went inside and got breakfast and got on the road and I don't remember one of the, one of the, sorry, we're right by an airport too, so I don't know if you can hear the planes, but, um, one morning, or one one night, we went to the Bass Pro Shop in Memphis. We stayed there uh, in the parking lot. And um, the pyramid, they call it the pyramid. It's a great big pyramid. It's really cool. Neat, awesome place to see. But So that was a nice morning. Like, we were just a little bit ahead of the rain. It seemed like it would kind of, like, come in as we were leaving. But, like, right when we woke up, it'd be nice. So I ran. I just ran the perimeter of the parking lot. And, uh, I don't know, probably did something else. Uh, the kids went inside and walked around with dad for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. So well, okay. on, on the road, um, I didn't pack any like bands or anything like that, but I, I think that would be easy. Like I've done that before where you just take, um, you know, like workout bands or whatever with you if you want to add weights. But I just did walked outside, jogged outside, just got outside and did, did whatever. So. I I have some, like, recommendations for you of what you can do. Um, there's, like, I have this, the, like, um, there's, like, jump roping routines. Like, you should get a jump rope and start jump roping. They have jump roping routines. And then, like, you can do, you can do lunges with that. Or, like, even you guys should, like, get, like, a TRX contrapment because you can hook those up to tree branches and do um, body resistant, like, push-ups and stuff. You would love it. And then also YouTube. I've been doing literally every single morning. I have a couple people that I follow on YouTube doing yoga classes and stuff. And they have like fit classes. And like, girl, I like burn a sweat. I mean, seriously. Burn a sweat? Is that yeah. even like the right term? Burn a, burn a, break a sweat. I break a sweat. Go with it. Yeah, show me who, yeah, so I do, I don't think I did any YouTube videos on the road, but since we've been parked here, yeah, I definitely, there was a rainy morning, I, I did a search for, like, tiny space workout, and I did somebody's tiny space workout, and that worked out really, really good. Oh, my God, I have another one for you, for, like, minuscule movements, I'm obsessed, and I really want to get into. No, right now, no, later, this is the life of a mom. Go ahead. Um, there's also this workout called <laughs> P-Volve. I'm going to try to get, like, the founder. I really want to get the founder on the podcast. It's called P-Volve. It's, like, mini, like, movements to, like, tone. It's, like, really weird looking, but it's amazing. So, yeah. So, there's a ton That's of amazing, cool. like, different things that you, like, actually don't need a lot of space for, you know? So that's the beauty yeah. of it. So okay, so yeah, I also when, when it's been nice out here. Oh, sorry. No, keep it, going. Uh, just let me say really quick when it's because this is my favorite. Like this is what I love. I love getting outside. Yes. And I, I don't necessarily love to run every day. I mean, sometimes I do, but I just can't count on that because I don't know. Like if I got up really early, I could probably do that. This warm enough that that's really exciting to like, you know, get up. It's freezing cold and want to run. So and if Matthew's gone. And then I, you know, sometimes I can't really leave or it's just too cold to take the kids all out yet. So, um, I'll do stuff here. And we brought, we actually brought, well, <laughs> we haven't set that up yet. Wait, you what? We brought our, we brought our treadmill because it folds up. You so brought, brought treadmill your treadmill? <laughs> yes. It wasn't even my idea. It wasn't my idea to buy it, but my husband's so sweet and he, he, <laughs> knows I like to like use one, you know, sometimes, especially like if it's just not nice. And I'm not anymore, but I'm not really an all weather person outside. Like I don't want to run if it's like raining. Oh hell no. Even like super cold, I don't no, want to do that. I've done that. No. Yeah. So we found one like on super sale at Sam's and he's like, Do you want this? Would you use it? And I'm like, Well yeah, I'd use it, but I don't know. And so he bought it. So okay. Uh, decided to to bring it like like this because you know I might be not able to get out or whatever, and so he brought the treadmill so I could do <laughs> I love and then, it. And then I joked about bringing the workout bench, and we weren't going to bring the workout bench, but somehow we we did, because I've been trying to do weights, you know, and especially arms are really nice to have the workout bench, because you can kind of go, like, beneath it and, and push up, and so we brought the workout bench and some weights, and anyway, it's it just traveled inside the camper for space, so it's just outside kind of 
under an awning of the camper right now, and so I've pulled it out a couple nice mornings like today. Just pulled it out, got the weights out, and did, I love it. Did some arm workout, and what I do oh. sometimes with YouTube videos, I'll just put them on for like company or kind of ideas, but I won't even follow them to a T. Like I, I did someone that this guy, he was like a trainer with the Estonian ballet company and they were doing like weights for the ballet and so I didn't I didn't have all the equipment I didn't to like see what they do and get that input and while I do something totally different or like kind of modify what they're doing you know just kind of kind of fun Al treadmill workouts guys listen up treadmill workouts I don't know if you heard my interview on the podcast I'll have to look up what episode it was but it was with the sis fit sisters Lauren and Kelly Collins, or Lauren Reed and Kelly Collins, um, you may recognize Lauren. She is an athleta. Um, she's a sports model, and so is Kelly. But you may recognize uh, Lauren's face a little bit more. But they have a program, and they do all interval trainings on uh, either track fit workouts or what you could totally do, all track fit workouts, sp- like 30 minutes. Um, they do treadmill workouts. They tell you how to do those as well. They have like these videos or like tutorials and stuff. That would be really cool for you to get in as well. Um, yeah, but I totally yeah. yeah. I got I got to. Oh my god, I'm gonna put them all in the links. Um, okay, so um, another thing I want to talk about being on the road, being in. This is what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about cultures. And I'm going to be kind of framing this as like cultures in many different ways. Culture shock. Culture shock. Um, So we just talked about the traffic culture shock. But then also like your gut culture shock. Like we're going to talk health and wellness here, baby. Like I know when I travel. Okay. TMI. But we're going to talk about it. Poop. Okay, everyone loves everyone loves a good poop. And we all know that like when you wake up, we're going to get graphic. When you wake up and you do not have a good poop, your ba- your day, your whole day could be like literally no pun intended shit. So, let's talk about like how do you transition from one culture to another one and then like have your like biological clock maintains like do you have any tricks do you like have a pre-bedtime like reset routine do you take melatonin or like do you just make sure you like load up on fiber well first of all this has nothing to do with me but but exactly to do with what you're talking about at the fermentation workshop that i got to go to a couple of days ago here which i'm so jealous Um, about yeah well anyways it's something that he he told us that um the guy that was running it, he said that in Africa, in years past, what they would do when you arrived in Africa, when you got off the plane, they would bring you a drink, a cultured drink, smoothie kind of thing, from the region to which you were traveling, okay, so that your gut would get acclimated to the probiotic. The, bacteria is in that region and I thought that was so cool that's amazing yeah depending on and so it was you know of course they've stopped doing that sort of thing for a myriad of reasons but I thought that was so wait you should we should ask mom and dad if they did that with them remember they went to Sierra Leone It could, and it could have even been like earlier than that yeah yeah well because I I mean I don't know but yeah well because mom was telling me that she over in Africa would literally like all the time make yogurt, you know, and we all know that yogurt is probiotic, but she would make it the Uh real way, you know, no sugar, all that junk. Yeah, my sister-in-law makes yogurt here, yeah. Yeah, so, but like, what's your, what was your trick? Like, what's your trick? Like, because you are always in, I swear, a different state or a different time zone Uh or something. Like, what's your trick for maintaining and like I mean even the kids too like do you have like is it a lot of water do you eat a lot of beans I mean what for staying like regular for staying regular but health notice a difference for me with that uh god you're lucky (laughs) yeah I'm trying to think but I I mean I would say for the most part my I say this, and then I'm not sure if it's going to be true. Like, I don't think my diet changes that much. 
much like when we're on the road uh, and we stop like I may kind of eat something from where we're going but I'll I mean I'll still eat apples or snack on a granola bar. I, yeah, I, don't know, like, I think the hardest thing, and I'm going to interrupt you. Drink but, lots of water. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I think. Water, well, I'll talk no, about water. but I think I think the hardest thing, like on the road, is like not to eat junk food. You know, like I think you know, just really, guys, listen, like don't fall into. I'm on the road. I'm going to spoil myself with gas station shit that is like probably expired. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, you will. Do you know how many people I've heard, they're like, I got food poisoning or whatever. Like, you're just, stick to the basics. Stick to, like, apples. Great. You know, like, you're good I bugs. For the, yeah. I think for the most part, for the most part on the road, I'm almost more aware of, like, uh, being more cautious. Careful. Yeah, like, maintaining something. Like, not trying to, like anything too new like if like that I would rather just like kind of be where I am settle and then you know like in case you yeah need a bathroom right away or in case you don't feel good you know whatever it's yeah. better to it's nicer to be like at home or something so I think yeah. I don't know if it's all yeah for the most part I feel like when I'm like in the midst of traveling and I'm not um too extremely adventuresome now I say that and like when we went to the pyramid for instance they have the, this restaurant at the top it and it's really fun and um we went to eat there and I got some really fun stuff that I, I wouldn't normally get they had like a cheese platter with um these like sausages and stuff that I think they make there because they do I mean everything's like grass-fed and they're they're like a you know like a sorry for all your vegans and stuff but you know like kind of like a hunting company and stuff but they do it I mean they do it right and they do it well and you know so it's good it's good quality stuff but we had some sort of a platter and oh I got some other small dish there so not like a totally normal meal but then like I said I you know probably went inside and had my normal like dessert you know some nuts some chocolate some apple or some banana or something just kind of nourishing (laughs) normal yeah yeah normal for me to like kind of stay on my track and what I was going to say before was um water I think for me and maybe other people because I don't which is nice I just I never got into a habit really of drinking coke and I think that's really normal for a lot of people on the road yeah I think we none of us Um, none of you me or Alyssa yeah like we don't I mean I think that's really normal to and maybe I don't probably for your listeners is not that normal but it but but it is pretty normal to just go and you know get like a gas station like coke whatever you know to to drive or, you know, and do that. But I think um, water, it's good to keep drinking. And I find myself, like, not drinking it as much as I would at home because I would, like, fill up a glass and drink it. And, you know, when you're driving, like, you just have your one little bottle there. No. Whatever. Um, we did, we, well, we bought a pallet. You know, we bought, this time I bought um, just bottled water because I thought it was going to be so much easier than, ha- like, having... If you're trying to fill up everybody's water bottles, like let, let me let me just kind of like stuff. sis. Let me let me just help you out here. Let me just give you like some peace of mind, okay? I'm gonna show. Well, I can't show you from here, but I have this thing. It is a carbon charcoal. Uh, it's a called a travel Berkey, guys. I'm gonna plug this. A travel Berkey by Berkey Filters. It is a slow drip water filtration system. It's about, mm, the one that I have is about mm, two feet tall. You can literally travel with it and it's a slow drip, completely filtered, takes out all arsenic, fluoride. It has this charcoal carbon filters in it, worth every penny I've ever spent. You want to order one for me? You guys have got to order one for me. I will put that in the show notes as well. Do you sell them from you? You don't have to. Yeah, I I can. I sell them. You don't have to plug them in. 
You can literally empty it if you need to, tip it on its side. I've taken it in the car with me because you know what my side so hustle is dog and house just, sitting. What do you do? You fill it up with any kind of water you can yep. find? Yeah, like you can. Tap water or whatever? Yeah, you just fill it up with tap. Like I literally take it by the sink and like put up the and then it like slow drips out and then you have the little nozzle and you just like fill up your water bottle right then and there. That way you don't have to be like drinking out of BPA or BFA. All that stuff. I think Matthew would love that. Actually, you have to tell him about that. But, yeah, you're like you're like decades ahead of me in some stuff. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> and it's not that expensive. Yeah. It's like a couple hundred yeah. bucks. But think about how much you're saving in bottled water. And also health-wise, you know, you use your glass bottle over and over again. I'll show Matthew. I'll send him information. Like, it has changed the world. They are sending them down to, like, hurricane victims and stuff. I mean... There's, there's scent, like all these things. It's the best water filter ever. It's changed my skin. It's changed. It helped me because you know the water that you drink helps with like allergies and uh, molds and all that stuff. It helps with all gut bacteria too. Um, because when I got infested with mold and got really, really sick with that, like I had to be completely aware of what I'm ingesting because the water that you drink, like. In the water systems, what many people don't know is, like, there are trace amounts of birth control in there, but, like, birth control pills, antibiotics in there. Yeah, look up your zip code. You'll freak your freak. So look up your zip code on the ewg.org.com. I'll have to make sure I know exactly which one that is, and it'll tell you exactly so what I, I drink it out of, like, the filter uh, on the fridge or the filter on the, like, you know, we buy filters for our sink. Yeah, sure, but so just make sure you make sure you change the filter. But there are certain things that you can filter out also, so you can get contraptments that'll attach into the Berkey filter. Like I got the charcoal one, so it takes out a bunch of toxins and stuff like that, and arsenic, and a lot more filtrations um, taken out of it. Because your water sanitation plans don't take any of that stuff out, and I've done research. Hmm. Well, but okay, so I think that water is definitely one of the top things for helping kids to not get backed up I know yeah it seemed like that was a theme for one of mine when when they were really starting when they were really young like we would travel and then they would kind of struggle with that with being backed up in the intestines so but I, and I think a lot of it had to do with just not drinking enough water or yeah. whatever I'll just push liquids if my kids won't drink water for some reason I'm just like okay apple juice or whatever whatever they'll drink because something's better than nothing <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah well and like there's also other little tricks i mean like you know get a bunch of lemons you know for them to drink more water just do some squirt of lemon in the water and they'll think it's lemonade you know like that's all you have to do maybe <laughs> she's looking at me very skeptical <laughs> she's like mm. yeah my my kids have been exposed to too much too many sweet things for them to think dang my kids are gonna be newts they're gonna be little chameleons you would you would think you would think yeah um yeah yeah flavor is good yeah yeah that's what i'm looking for a dog right now um yeah okay 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 so we talked about the gut well i want to talk about the fermentation class like what'd you learn i mean i really want to know this ah should have Grab my notes. I took some notes. Oh. Um, I mean, it, it, you know, he was, well, he talked about the Africa thing and kind of gave examples of different fermented foods throughout the world and um, how refrigeration is a fairly new thing in history. I feel like I know, like, a ton of this stuff. Method. Yeah, a lot of it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Um. You know, and fermentation. Yeah. Do you want me to get my notes? I don't know, because I'm not going to give specifics. I usually, I'm more of like remember the general and not, not specific. But it, you talked about how it increased the, um, the nutritional value of your food mm -hmm. by a long shot. There was some, some, something you could ferment. I don't remember if it, I'm probably not an orange, but green, something like high in vitamin C, and it would increase it from like 30 milligrams to like 700 or something. It was crazy. Like a lemon like, peel. Way up. Yeah, something, something. Um, it just increased it. And even like he was talking about how 
uh, organic, non-organic, like even if you're, you buy organic vegetables, they may not have been grown in great soil. There's no way to tell. And also something I didn't know was that organic just means, this is what he said, that um, it's not that they're like, that no pesticides were used on them or no sprays, no nothing, but that only approved sprays were mm-hmm. used on them. Mm-hmm. So still they're not, yeah, like, so they still are not like totally without any of that. But from, you know, fermentation helps. And even like if you've just got, you know, which is what I buy a lot, depending on where I am, just normal veggies from the store that you don't really know where they come from, you know, but you buy them and they're vegetables, that fermentation can increase, you know, can increase the nutritional value, you know, so just whatever quality of fruits and veggies you can get, um, it's still worth it to to do that, to try and do that to some, you know, to ferment ferment them. Um, He talked about how a lot of the products that you can buy in the stores haven't actually been taken through the full true fermentation process because of efficiency um like pickles or even beer uh one of the big you know beer companies way back when discovered that you could like make it taste like beer and i think pickles the same you know make it taste like calcium chloride like that okay but not actually take it through the fermentation process so it, it tastes like what it used to be that was a very nourishing food including beer you know fermented drinks and um like pickles, I guess, that you said example, but now you can like make them taste like that, but not, they not actually have all the benefits of, because they're not fully fermented. Uh, and that even like vinegar, like putting something in vinegar isn't ferment. <laughs> you don't use vinegar to ferment things, which I think. There's uh, a, there's a difference between pickling. Obvious, yeah. Pickling and yeah, fermenting. That's true. Yeah. 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 So pickling, yeah. pickling is like simply making it like, you know, like a soury, soury taste, almost like canning, jarring it, right? It's like marinating it. Fermenting is like, yeah, so, fermenting is like the yeah. yeast and the cultures really combining and it's like converting sugars to acids, you know, the gases and the alcohols and like basically like oxygen starving the muscle cells, um you know, which is like the lactic acid, you know, the fermentation. And if, does that make sense? You know, it's, so it's like turning yeah, the yeast into the bacteria. Oxygen and anaerobic and aerobic and that, I mean, I, yeah, I'm ATP. not going to say that I mm-hmm. like tune out when they talk about that kind of thing. But, <laughs> I mean, I was a straight A student in chemistry. I did get a C in. So <laughs> this is biology. But yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But no, 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 it's true. It's true, which people don't understand. And also another thing with like food, let's talk about food and like the mainstream market of like the grocery store. Okay, so one day I was downtown LA or I was in downtown LA with my friend. We were going to a furniture store and we drove past the LA distribution like grocers and I was purely disgusted because I was just imagining you see these semi trucks come in drop off the food there so I was just imagining like oh my god like how many and I know it's true like I already knew this but seeing it seeing like the step by step like okay that first of all that apple from New Zealand was taken from New Zealand then it had to get on the ship then that little apple friend had to get on that truck the truck had to take it to the distribution center where it was stayed and it was waiting there. Then they had to wait until someone delivered it to the grocery store. Then they put it in the back of the grocery store and wait until it was apple season at the grocery store so it could be two forty nine a pound. So that one apple that you have that's like a dollar seventy nine, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like it's and the way that they do this and Guys, okay, I'm on my on my soapbox a little bit more. The way that your gut is getting messed up and the way that fermentation helps your gut like reinoculate the bacteria so much is because a lot of the food that we eat from the modern day market is not ripened yet. 
Like it's they we're not letting it ripen. So it's a difference between pulling an apple off of your tree in your backyard and eating it. That's great. But when you take something that was picked before it's prime, that's when we get gut issues. So that's why people have a bad rap with beans because they have these things called lectins. But if you soak the beans, then you let them slightly ferment and the bacteria, it's ready to go. Yeah, so he did talk about soaking and sprouting and stuff too, and that was all very interesting. He didn't get into it that much, but he did. So when you were talking, I snuck inside and got my notes. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he did, yeah, he did talk about grains and nuts and how that can, yeah, that's a good thing, good thing to do. Uh, breaks down the pesticides of non-organic food. So that's kind of more, more specifically what I was trying to say. It breaks down pesticides of non-organic foods, fermenting does. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's good for Say that again because that's good for people to know. It breaks down pesticides of non-organic foods. Yeah, fermentation breaks down pesticides of non-organic foods. That's what I was t- telling you. He was saying, like, if you just, ha- you know, if you have, like, normal carrots, from a Walmart or whatever, you know, not and Walmart does sell organic, but you know, just non-organic carrots or whatever. That the fermentation process can actually break down the pesticides of those foods, so it's good for whatever whatever you have. Which is good because, as you just said before, organic is just a means of approval for certain F. FDA, um, yeah, FDA regulated pesticides, but Walmart is still probably using, it's a huge company, they're still probably using tons of different other pesticides, right? Just like many other companies are. I mean, I have friends that work in the farming industry, you know, Um, and, and, you know, just, just because they're using some sort of, I mean, spray or whatever, and we all know what Roundup does to us now, you know? Um, I think we're all familiar with that, like fermenting, sprouting. That's why sprouting, you know, like eating one pumpkin seed and then a sprouted pumpkin seed can do a justice, like way different on your stomach when the digestive state. So that's pretty cool. Um, I love this that you're traveling because um, the kids can get, you know, so much more eye-opening experience to these cultures and... And, like, the new foods of the different areas and and just seeing all these things, you know, like, even yeah. for you, too. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, I'll say something about that in a second, but I wanted to mention, I don't know if this is, like, a website or if you just Google fermented vegetable profiles, and then, so I think it, you can, like, look and see what the nutritional value is of something and compare it to, like, the fermented version of it and what, you know, what the difference is and how much more nutrition you can get out of it. So. Hold on. Yeah. Well, okay, so, like, tell me how the kids are adapting to, like, um, just change and, like, also just saying, like, yeah, we're not on vacation, but we're still doing life. Like, because I know you homeschool the kids, too. Like, what are you doing with schedules and stuff? Yeah. Well, honestly, we haven't gotten into a lot of that because, Kind of the place that we're going to park for good isn't ready yet. They've been working on that, kind of leveling the ground there and doing some things for hooking up to the electric and the power and stuff. And like I said, it's been raining, so they've just had a few good days to work. So we've been parked at my brother and sister-in-law's house. And so there's just been a lot of, like, playing with with cousins whenever they're home. They go, they go to school the fall break, I think, starting today. So they'll be home more, but they've been going to their little school, their little community school here. And so my kids have, um, yeah, just kind of, it's been pretty free since we've, since we've gotten here. Um, we've played and they kind of played with their cousins toys and done projects and we've, we've read some, but yeah, right now little girl's over. So there's three little girls out here, the cousin, my daughter, and another little girl and Kale and there there's a big bamboo forest in their backyard I don't know if you can see it right there behind the trampoline and then so two of the <laughs> girls are Dinah has a piece they've kind of whittled and she's swinging it over her head like a like a <laughs> like, <laughs> she says hi Kate. hi how does she know it's me I'm on a screen uh, <laughs> anyway 
realize that her and the little girl are making something out of the bamboo over there and stuff. So I've kind of let them play. And a little secret I won't get into too much now, but um, that's kind of made me a little bit more relaxed with some of the scheduled things. I'm not too open about this yet, but um, you mentioned unschooling on our last show and Honestly, I didn't know much about it, but um, since then, I've had some people bring some things to my attention and kind of read and heard some things about it, and it's not its not exactly what I thought it was, and I realized that a lot of our uh, ways lean into that a little bit, so um, yeah, and that, anyways, that kind of lends itself to a little less of a schedule sometimes, but yeah. um, anyways, um, yeah. But if you do have questions... Say, if you do have questions about that, so I actually had her on my podcast as well. I don't know if you heard my interview with Margot Corey. She's the creator of um, the world's best deodorant. Guys, if you didn't hear that episode, make sure you tune in. It's a non-toxic deodorant. Amazing story behind that. The way that she teaches her kids is very, like, it's very free form and I'm sure she would love to talk to you about that if you have any questions at all. If any of you guys have any questions about that at all. Um, it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing what I she does. I, yeah. I think I will. I think I will. For sure I'll hook I you up. I have to do that. So, but they've, and they've gone over for like a, a little bit program the other night at the school where they had the, the little kids like Sunday night. So it's kind of like their, their church. They do it at night. And they have the, the children's like classes that they all go depending on age. And so they got to go to that and do all sorts of different little rotations and crafts and activities and singing. And, um, so that was neat. And they love stuff like that. And they, they even at this school here, I, we, I can talk to you about it later, but it's kind of real different and real innovative in the way that they've developed it and um, the school that their cousins go to. And so they actually have a program for homeschoolers where they go in two days a week and do some things so um yeah it might be that we kind of get to do that here in a little bit but I'm not sure we haven't checked into it all yet but yeah I think the more exposure to different cultures and different friendships and just the better that the kids will be you know like yeah they you know they they mix in really good as you can see they're back there playing I mean my daughter my oldest and even um now the four-year-old they'll I mean they'll go to a park anywhere and they'll they'll go just ride up to kids and want to play and introduce themselves it was so funny we were at a park the other day and there was um, a group of like tween girls you know like 10 or 11 years old sitting with their cell phones kind of just sitting in like a huddled group and I said just went right up to them but, you know they were sitting like up at the top of the playground or whatever but just sitting there and started introducing themselves introduced their little sister you know told them their ages and just started like, talking everything to them and they just kind of looked at him and tried to ignore him and they couldn't ignore him because he just kept talking to them and um it was so fun it was so funny but both of them are like that I mean just real and my youngest is too she's you know friendly and likes to play with them. but the interesting thing is um that the, we haven't done a lot of like traveling or doing a lot of that stuff in the past couple years yeah, we really haven't. We've been pretty stationary besides, like, short vacations. Not even that very much. So the funny thing is that my older two, who probably who might not even remember a lot of it, but we traveled a lot when they were young. Um, I've been, like, lived in a couple different places back and forth, summer and winter. I think I mentioned that. But um, they don't. They don't get homesick not that much, like maybe for a certain costume or toy or friend, you know. But my, yeah, but my youngest, like, when we set out on our camping trip, I mean, we weren't even like three hours away. And she said, I want to go home and, you know, see her little cousin. And here a number of times she's, she's wanted to go home. And, she, she, you know, she's doing great. She's doing fine. She has fun here, but she can barely talk. But she'll say she wants to go home. And I'll say, well, this is our home right now. The campers are home. You want to go live with me in the camper? And she'll say, yeah, 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 you know, and get excited. But, um, and I don't know how much of that is her personality and how much is, like, she really does not, has not done a lot of traveling. Like, she really has just been around home a lot in familiar places, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think. 
I think I think I can relate to her on that. I feel as though Ava, which is the youngest, I feel as though her and I are very similar in some ways. Um, and I'm just going to say this because I am such like that. You are like Dinah where you're like, whatever the wind blows, like I will go, you know, like let's try this, let's do this. And, and Alyssa followed you, which Kale follows Dinah. You know, and then I was like the, I, I love that stability of home or a home. And I've had to be much more adaptive, um, you know, moving into a new place and, you know, with my side hustle dog sitting, I've been very mobile um, and just relinquishing my possessions and stuff. Um, but I can totally relate to her of, I want to go home or like you feel that homesick like, Sometimes I'm working here at my little plate, my little cottage, and like I just have that. Whether it's home of talking to my sister, like you, you know, like I want that home, you know, or making a familiar meal that I is nostalgic. Um, that's home, you know. So maybe like incorporating those things that remind her of home and say like, here's a piece of home, you know, which is really nice. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah, that's good because I think it's yeah, it's like finding. Yeah, like you said, things that don't have to change, and and that I think I remember years ago that's something I kind of thought I would do. Like, hey, I think I want to like build sort of this, you know, routine. Not a routine, but like they build kind of like our family foundation, like who we are, what we do, so we can just like take that wherever we go. And I don't know that I've done any good job of doing that, but I like that idea that you can kind of like. need to come I can't wait for you guys to venture out to California yeah I know mom and I talked about it I think it'll be I think I think we'll do it in this and I think it'll be nice yeah it'll be so fun um okay well I won't hold you on too much longer um but I do want to ask you my special question all right are you ready yeah you are um so and you can pertain it to this trip or whatever, or something that maybe that's been on your mind. What is your honest truth that has led you on a path to success in maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Okay, well, yeah, you asked this last time, and I didn't really understand it, but I'll go. <laughs> this is my no. thing. I And I always hope that I do well in transition, but it's hard. And I, you know, there were times on this trip and even like, you know, when you're kind of between like where you are and where you know you're going to be, you don't exactly know the time frame or you're just kind of out in limbo and it's, yeah, I don't always do so well. You know, it's when like emotions can be heightened and um, fight or flight. Yeah. Bad bad emotions can come out, like, you know, you're just tired, angry, afraid, whatever. Fear. Um, it's a lot of fear. Like, big things, little things. Yeah, and I hate that. I hate that it ever gets to me, but it does, and I think, 
I think that contentment is something that is such a. I know it's a good thing, like just to kind of be content with the situation. But it's easier for me to be content when, like, everything's kind of as it should be, <laughs> like, or as I think it should be, I guess. But I do know people like who can have peace even when, like, the situation is not. Um, perfect and I think that's what I like believe and that's what I reach for and strive for and really like hope that I can do better at because I don't do great about now but I think like I I think I would call it my truth because I I want to be my truth like even if even if I'm not fully experiencing it because I still fall short but then I go okay this is not what I want like I don't want to like, get sad or mad or frustrated or blow up at my kids, you know, because the situation isn't perfect, we're not settled, you know, all that. But to be content and be able to just be at peace. Um, right. Yeah. And you yeah. you know a lot of those feelings, which I've realized through my transition, is that that's it does stem from fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of the uncertainty, fear of the wise. And you are talking about yeah. truth, and my, my huge... My belief is that truth is on the other side of fear. It really is. So once you get past that fear, you can recognize how you react, how you evolve. Yeah. Well, that like, yeah, that like, I get what you're saying kind of is like that fear is a, is a liar. Fear is like, a liar. Like totally is it that like fear, fear. is a liar. Can we sing? Can we sing it? <sighs> fear it. is a liar. It will break your bones. I don't know the rest of the song. All I know is the fear is there. But it's true. It'll keep, it'll keep you, yeah. From, yeah. It'll keep you from doing yeah. so many things. It'll keep yeah. you from saying hello to someone, you know? But anyways, anyways, my darling, yeah. it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Yeah. I will let you go jump on the trampoline with the kids. <sighs> And I know everyone's no, it's really. Only three at a time, so I can't get on. Oh, only, only three, three at a time. time. You count as like two, so um, <laughs> because you're like super tall. Um, but we will have you on again because you're our mom pro, and um, we want to hear more about like what you think. We're gonna connect up with you with the Berkey filters um, and some more website stuff, workout routines, guys. Workout routines on the road. Berkey filter filtration health on the road. We'll have it on our show yeah, notes. Yeah, and I have, a, I have a question for you or yeah? for anybody else that um, that you can talk about at another time. That um, and I think it has to do with contentment too. Can I throw this in there really fast? Yeah. Okay. Um, so arriving here, like I realized, there's just so much available. There's so much at my disposal. There's so many things that weren't available before, like from just like neat foods, new foods, unique things that I found myself like the first few days, like just buying things and then just being like, okay, I need to stop because I'm spending a lot of money and like there's no end to it because there's, you know, there's all this stuff. So, um, you're talking about control and I think, what are you talking about? Like, how do you control that? Um, or like, yeah, just, I think it's like contentment because I didn't need this stuff before like I knew it was out there you know even at the fermentation workshop there they had a whole spread of things and it was just great stuff so I bought a whole bunch of stuff and it added up you know and I'm like well I would love to do this like weekly but I can't I don't think I should you know and to just this um, is this is my trick adjusting adjusting to being content again even though there's lots at my disposal, lots to choose from. So contentment know? in minimalism, right? Contentment in minimalism. We, okay, so think of an item. Think of an item as the center of a spider web, right? And the spider or the whatever is trapped in the middle, you know, the larva or whatever they call it. You are the larva in the middle. And then everything else, listen, everything else is spinning around you. All of the consumer products, right? There's so much to offer, so much to do. it's good stuff. Like, it's good stuff. It's great stuff. But you have to realize, A, also, it's always going to be there, right? 
it's going to come back. You'll always have the option to go and get it. You could choose one thing a month or one thing a week. You can, yeah. yeah, choose one thing a month, one thing a week. And you, the thing is you have to use, this is how I do like my closet. If I buy a new thing, I have to give away something. So if you're buying one fermented food, the next, you, you can buy one thing, but you have to use it. Right, you can't let it ferment yeah, five. It. Yeah, can't no. let it ferment five more years, you know, for God's sake. Right, and yeah, then if, you're, if you don't use it, then you just bought it almost out of fear of loss of you know of fear of missing, missing out or not having it. Fear yeah. of missing out, yeah. yeah, or peer pressure. You know, peer pressure is huge. That's what marketing marketing is all about. Yeah. You know, um, and then just yeah. being you know being content in the consciousness. I mean, like. Like, humans are, we're based off of, like, our living being is based off of materialistic items. It really is. And so, like, when you tap back into the conscious mind, which you can't really touch, but you can only feel, when you tap into the conscious mind of what's really important to you at that moment in time and what you'll use, then that's going to be the perfect thing, you know? Yeah, we can talk more about it later. Sure. But, yeah, that's something for people to definitely think about. There's something there that I would love to talk with you more about so oh yeah we can talk for days about that all right guys we'll have Allie's information in the show notes you can follow her adventures if you want um and uh, we'll have some other options in the show notes as well like the Berkey filter how you can buy a Berkey filter from me um and also some workout tips on the road maybe some websites and all that fun jazz um, so some fun news. We are on Spotify. So check out Just Being Honest. That's being without a G. We are also on at the App Store on iTunes. Just Being Honest. Guys, rate us, review us. Let us know who you want um, as a guest. And let us know what you want us to talk about. We are happy to share with you every single Monday. We are so grateful for you, and we cannot wait for you to tune in to our latest and greatest talks. All right. Until next time. Al, it's been a pleasure. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Big kiss, kiss. Hug, hug. Peace, love. Ciao.